Welcome back to A Perfectly Good Podcast. I'm Malaika. And I'm Elena. And we're two Taylor Swift fans. Every week we're going to be going over a different Taylor Swift song and we're going to take turns choosing. I chose this week and Elena's choosing next week. Our song of the episode is... I Did Something Bad! (laughs) Okay, so first up, what's new in Taylor's life? Oh, so many anniversaries this week. We've got Red turned 8 this week, Speak Now turned 10, and Debut turned 14. So that's really awesome. Oh, that's so cute. And it's almost November. I wonder which album she's going to start re-recording first. (laughs) I feel like, I don't know, I think she's going to like, I feel like she's going to do the greatest hit, the biggest hits first, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then she's going to like do an album of those, and then she's going to go back and do the other ones. That's okay. my prediction. That makes sense. I saw some theory that was, like, um, she's, like, really focusing on, like, the country music awards and stuff like that, because she's mm. going to start recording the country albums first, so she wants to be like, well, I'm back, back in the scene. <laughs> Ooh, that would, that would be cool. I yeah. I do love her country albums. They're some of my favorites. So. I wonder how long it would, like, is it a, how long does it take to re-record? Like, you've done the hard part of writing the song. Yeah. I don't know. That's such a good question because it's like you have to. It's not just doing the vocals and everything, right? You have to recreate all of the backing and everything, yeah. and like, and you have to find a way to make it lightly different. No, it, it can be exactly the same. Really? Yeah, it can be exactly the oh, same. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but, okay, I wonder if she's gonna make some like. I think she's gonna do it all exactly the same. Okay, I'm okay with that too, to be honest. Yeah, even just hearing it with her like improved vocals will be amazing. Yeah, just knowing that every time I listen to it, I'm not supporting. Yeah. (laughs) Big machine. I will feel better about myself. Yeah, exactly. (sighs) Yeah, so all those anniversaries. She loves an October release date. You gotta say that. (laughs) I kind of miss it because they were all in October. It was a very tight schedule. Like, I could tell every year it was she'd release an album, then she'd tour, then she'd release an album like the same day or time of year it was like every two years would be a new album and it's always like the end of october yes always on time (laughs) and then rep and lover came and kind of you know shifted that schedule yeah (laughs) yeah on folklore news um folklore sold one million pure copies in the u.s that's very cool I'm assuming it's all those albums she signed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Her hands must be falling oh off. They must be so tired. Ugh. But it is possible to sign that many things. I feel like there's been some, um, you know, murmurs that, like, maybe she's not signing all of them because it seems like there's so many. But, like, authors who do, like, sign their own books, like, they have to sign, like, 150,000 copies and, like, you know a couple weeks or whatever. So it's definitely, it's, like, possible. Yeah. Like, I feel like people don't understand that it's not actually that difficult to sign your name that much. It's not like you're writing, like, you know, 250 papers. It's like you're just doing the same hand movement over and over again. Yeah. And I kind of, like, think she probably knew she was going to do sign things, like, yeah. a long, a long time, time ago. ago. I think so she's been, been doing it for a while. Yeah, she could have been working on this for, like, months. months. Like, the minute the album was, over, like, done recording yeah. she could have been working on this exactly so i i personally think that she's doing all of them yeah but plus from her, from character yeah I like exactly that she's not one of those people who would like lie yeah exactly yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now moving back along to folklore um i think i saw um earlier this week 
um, or actually later this week. So Folklore is back on the Billboard Top 10 mm-hmm. at apparently number 10 this week, but apparently next week it's going to go back up to number one. Oh, I don't really Which know is how that I works. Heard. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just like no one released an album like this week, yeah. so next week she'll probably be number one again. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, this is controversial. Have you seen the new Target Maybe Behind the Mall exclusive red vinyl? Yes. What are your thoughts? I have, I'm so neutral about this that it's really? crazy. Because I, I already bought my vinyl, so. I know, but I'm I am not going to buy another one. No I'm not going to buy it, but I think the red is, like, so ugly. <laughs> I literally have no, like, I didn't even look at it long enough to have opinions about it. I was just like, oh, she's releasing a Target one? Okay, whatever. I'm not going to, like, I already knew. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think the color is necessarily bad on its own. It just doesn't fit the aesthetic of the album at all. <laughs> yeah. They literally... I don't know. It makes sense because it's Target. Yeah, you know it's literally I mean? the Target color. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's like, what co- What other thing could she have done for the Target exclusive? They could have made it a little more mauve I don't know. It doesn't even be bright red. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Target color, though. <laughs> I know. Ugh. Yeah. It's just like, it doesn't... I see some people buying it, and they're like, I'm just gonna pretend that this is, like, the red exclusive. <laughs> like, the red, like, vinyl that's impossible to find, and I'm like, Godspeed to you, and that's genius. That's hilarious. Yeah, no. I literally was like, I, I, you know, we bought our vinyls back in, like, July right, or whatever, yeah. so I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, and speaking of merch, so a lot of merch is starting to ship. Yes. We're starting to get those processing emails. Yeah, <laughs> we got our processing email for the um, Still on That Tightrope sweater, yes. and then I got the Are There Still Beautiful Things, like the flower oh, shirt, sure. and also the like, blue bandana. bandana, Yes, and we got the processing for all of that. Yes, I'm so excited for that sweatshirt. Oh. And um, I know people, I haven't seen anyone get the blue journal yet. But if anyone has the blue journal when this comes out or when you're listening to this and you want to trade it for a signed CD, <laughs> hit me up. Because I have been, I collect journals and I almost bought the journal, but it was like $30 with shipping and everything. And I had just bought the still on that type rope thing. And I was like, I can't spend $90 in a week on Taylor. Like I've already spent so much money and I, my, I got laid off from my job. <laughs> laid off. I sound like a I don't know. <laughs> they basically just stopped having my job. So I I just, I want it so bad though. I want it really bad. So if you have it, if you're like, if it's coming to you and you don't have a signed CD yet and you want a signed CD, I will swap with you. <laughs> and speaking of the signed CD, we are still thinking of doing a giveaway if I don't find the journal, <laughs> essentially. Um, so that will probably be later in the year because I think... We should probably wait until we're sure she's not doing anymore. Yeah. Because, and I was actually surprised because, um, she's done, like, so many drops, and then, like, last weekend, the, like, CD stayed up on the website the entire weekend, oh, yeah, essentially. Yeah. So, um, but we did a poll on our Instagram, and a lot of people said that they didn't have one yet, and they'd be interested in a giveaway, so. Yeah. I think we'll maybe wait until closer to Christmas or yeah. something. If we, if we end up doing it, yeah, because I also... Um, don't have it <laughs> in my possession currently. Um, I got my little sister to send me a picture of it, so I know it exists, but, um, it's at my house and I'm at school, so different places. <laughs> but yeah, if you have the journal, hit me up. I'm not even joking. <laughs> like, I want it so badly and I don't want to pay like a hundred dollars for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then our last bit of news this week 
Taylor presented at the CMT Awards on Wednesday. What did you think about her look? I didn't... I saw, like, a bit of it. I didn't love the, like... I didn't love her hair. I'll just say that. I think the hair was fine. I was really looking at those eyebrows. (laughs) Wait, I had to look at the picture again. (laughs) But, I mean, like, the rest of the outfit was just basic. Like, it looked cute enough. Um, she had the red lipstick. Oh, this one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see she's struggling with the eyebrows a little bit. Yeah. Which, like, me too, queen. (laughs) I thought the rest was, I mean, like, fine. Like, it was just, like, a skinny braid. It... I don't want to say, it's so mean to say, it feels like a little bit like a rat too. (laughs) Like, it just, I don't know, not my style. I have, like, the same type of, like, um, bangs as her right now, where I have, like, the thick front and, like, the sides. Um, but I think my hair is just thicker than hers right now, so. Yeah. I don't know, it's cute. That might just be, like, the end of the braid, that that could be really thick, I don't know. Oh, that's true, yeah. Like, it's just a weird angle, because she's doing it herself. Yeah, but she did struggle a little bit with that right brow. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Yeah, there's um, We're all thing. doing our own makeup. We're all... Struggling. We all have quarantine brows. It's okay. We're struggling. Yeah, I've literally not, like, tweezed my brows in, like, forever. Like, they're huge. There's mine. I'm so glad my bangs cover most of them <laughs> because they are a mess. <laughs> like, they are a mess. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so moving on. Uh, yeah, okay, that's it for news this week. Um, so moving on to our next segment, Little Game of the Week. Woo! What are we doing this week, Elena? Okay, so I thought in honor of Speak Now turning 10, we could play this Sporkle quiz. Um, basically, it gives us all the Speak Now secret messages, and we have to guess which song it's from. Okay, some of them I just have, like, memorized. Some of them I know, some of them I have no clue. No clue, yeah. Okay, so... First up, we've got Toby. Toby is mine. Okay. Um, For you. No idea. I don't know. Skip that. Forever and always, I'm assuming that this is um, <laughs> um, Last Kiss. Because they're both about Joe Jonas. Yeah. Portland, Oregon. That sparks fly, I think. Ooh, okay. Yes. You always regret what you don't say. I'm assuming that's Speak Now. I moved out in July. That's Never Grow Up. Still to this day. Mm-hmm. Still to this day. I'm not sure. Skip. Okay. The next one is Tay. I'm assuming that's back to December. Yeah, it is. I thought you got me. Mm-hmm. I am not sure, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought you would forget. You thought I would forget. Mean? Yeah. No, it's not mean. No. Um, skip. <laughs> yeah, okay, CMT Awards, that's Innocent. Oh, it's not Innocent. Is oh, it? no, no, it's Story of Us. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Loved you from the very first day. Superman. Superman. <laughs> we, we had this discussion. <laughs> oh, it's not Superman. Huh? That's the lyrics in Superman. Wait, what song Loved did it connect to? The very first day I watched Hours? But I think it's like the regular track, not the bonus track. Skip. <laughs> no, we had this conversation. <laughs> okay, the next one is Adam, and that's Enchanted, because it's referring to Adam Young of Owl City, one of my other favorite musicians. <laughs> Life is full of little interruptions. That feels, like, innocent, because he interrupted her. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
For you. We're back to for you. What have we got left? I'm looking up the songs. <laughs> okay, we, we're you. missing Haunted. Maybe that's I Thought You Got Me. Haunted? Yeah, try that. It's not. Okay. okay. <laughs> er, try Mean. Oh, yep, that was it. Um, You Thought I Would Forget. Maybe this one is Haunted. It's not. <laughs> er... <laughs> you thought I... What would she forget? Better than Revenge. Ooh. You were correct. <laughs> Loved you from the very first day. Okay, it has to be a song Dear about John. John Mayer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, For you. You... Long live. Oh, yes. That makes sense. And then the last one, still to this day, is Haunted. Okay, we crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> we just needed a little help. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, on to song facts. Woo! If you forgot what song we're I'm doing. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> we're doing I Did Something Bad. Oh my, one of my all-time favorite songs from her. Like, I am obsessed so with So good. I'm obsessed <laughs> with this song. Okay, so this song is written and produced by Shellback, Max Martin, and Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Kings, Queens, and it's track three, Reputation. Yes. Um, the song was initially te teased with the lyric, they're burning all the witches, and the music video for Ready For It, yes. it's like at the very end when she's Which like on the stairs or whatever. We discussed in our Ready For It episodes, so yeah. you can go back and listen to that one. <laughs> um, when it came out, Rob Sheffield of Rolling Stone, one of my favorite men, mm -hmm. ranked I Did Something Bad as Taylor's 38th best song ever. I think that's pretty good for him. He's very picky about like, um... Like, he's a very, I think he does her music justice. He's one of the only reviewers who does her music justice, and, like, I trust his opinion on things. <laughs> also, his ranking is, like, really close, close to, to my Yeah, he's really <laughs> close to mine as well. Like, he has taste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, me and Rob on the same like, wavelength. Wait, like. <laughs> um, so, like 2014's Blank Space, I Did Something Bad plays on the media and public's perception of Taylor with her singing as the character that they portray her as. Um, yeah, I love this song. I love, like, okay, we'll get into it when we talk about our opinion. Not, <laughs> let's just get through the facts. <laughs> um, the song, blah, 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 I Did Something Bad, Taylor said that she wrote this song on piano, um, and it's not gonna sound like it, though, so I brought it into them, Shellback and Max Martin, and I was trying to explain the production. I had had a weird dream, and I'd woken up with this, um, you're like, here we go again. <laughs> I'd woken up with this sound in my head that was, like, like, it was a sound that was so hooky and so catchy, and I knew it would have to be in the song because it was that annoying. It wouldn't stop going around in my head, and the sound was, you'll hear it later, but mm -hmm. it's like the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Um, like, after the chorus, that's what I want to hear, but I don't want it to be my voice. I want it to be an instrument. What instrument is that? I was, like, playing the voice memo to Max, and he's like, oh, there's not an instrument that can do that. <laughs> But what we can do is take your voice, doing it, and pitch it down so it sounds like an enchantress slash a dude. Um, so that's what you hear after the chorus, but um, this is called I Did Something Bad. <laughs> and uh, this is when we first kind of knew we might be onto something with the album. Yes. I, God. I love the, like, hook. I love the And, oh, God. Just the energy of the song is, like, unmatched. It's so good. Yeah. Um... Fun fact, Taylor said that the song was inspired by Game of Thrones characters Arya and Sansa when they conspired to kill Littlefinger in the eighth season, mm -hmm. who I hate. Yes. Um, so I was Good like, yes. <laughs> I was like, kill him. him. <laughs> um, and 
as you know, this song has a, a lot of lyrics. Yes, let's that are important. <laughs> let's, let's jump into a full lyrical breakdown. Yes. Okay, so first up, I never trust a narcissist, but they love me, so I play them like a violin, and I make it look oh so easy. Mm-hmm. This is about her feud with Kanye, yep. who is a narcissist and cannot keep Taylor's name out of his mouth to yep. this day. <laughs> um, but it's also about past relationships, mostly with Calvin, but I also like to think John Mayer. Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I think it's like really interesting word choice, because she calls them the narcissist, but she's the one who's like playing the game and mm-hmm. not the other way around which is like always how the media perceives her as her being like the villain in the storyline yes um and then next line because for every lie i tell them they tell me three this is how the world works now all he thinks about is me um again clearly about the kanye drama um he played a clip of the song famous but not the whole thing and there's definitely a part where he calls her a bitch also the famous music video i feel like people don't talk about that enough it was literally like a doll of her naked body, like, in his music video. Like, I feel like that's almost more upsetting than any of the other stuff. Like, that was, like, fucked up. Yeah, very. And people don't talk about that part as much, which I think is unfortunate. The whole thing is just fucked up. Like, it, yeah. was, it was also, like, tons of other celebrities' bodies yeah. or whatever. And, like, most of them hadn't, like, said Who that they were okay. Who was going to to do that? Like, that's insane. I hate that. Oh. Um, next line, I can feel the flames on my skin, crimson red paint on my lips. It's, like, about, like, you know, witch burnings and huntings and just, yes. like, a sense of danger. I also like that she alludes to her classic red lip yeah. because that's, like, such an iconic part of her look, like, since the red era. And, like, I feel like she she's playing into that, like, character. Like, her, you know, the way that everyone always sees her is with that red lipstick on. Yeah. Um... If a man talks shit, then I owe him nothing. I don't regret it one bit because he had it coming. Oh, her first ever swear! <laughs> I remember hearing this and being oh like, my oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. It's just, oh, it warms my heart. Yeah. This is like one of my favorite lines from Reputation because like, if a man talks shit, I do owe him nothing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> and like... Also, it is a tie to a line in Kanye's music. Um, I feel like I thought it was. I thought me and Taylor might have sex. No, it's like changes. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like Taylor still owe me sex. Why I made that bitch famous? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So obviously, it's referring to Kanye talking shit about her and name dropping her and putting his name in her mouth, and she owes him nothing from that. Yeah. Which and that. also, she literally owes him nothing because she was winning an award when he hopped up on that stage. Yes! She was already famous. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Um, next line, they say I did something bad, then why does it feel so good? Most fun I ever had, and i do it over and over and over again if I could. It just felt so good. Blah, blah, blah. Um, which I just think is a big, like, fuck you to the media who, like, they always, like, portray her as, like, playing the victim. The victim. Yeah. Who actually like, is, is the victim. Is the victim. Um, the chorus plays on reputation and media and, like, her general perception on the public, um, especially how she's, like, literally always seen as the bad guy, like, no matter what she does, like... Exactly, and, like, I love that she's turning it around and she's, like, if you're gonna portray me as the bad guy, then I'm gonna be the bad guy and I'm gonna have fun doing it, like, like, uh, (laughs) how curry. Yes, so next up we've got the... <laughs> um, in the making of a song, she said, I'd woken up with the sound in my head, and I was like, a song that was so hooky and catchy, I knew it'd have to be in the song because it was that annoying. I couldn't stop going around in my head, and the song was like, and then she like makes the noise imitating <laughs> the chorus. <laughs> like, after the chorus, that's what I want to hear, but I don't want it to be my voice. 
Um, and then it's the conversation with Max Martin about the instrument. Which is so funny. He was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, this that. does not exist, but we can, we can work with it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I never trust a playboy, but they love me, so I fly them all around the world and I make them think they saved me. This one sort of feels like it's more about Tom Hiddleston. I always assume this line is about Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, he was like her getaway car from the relationship with Calvin. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, like, makes sense. They also traveled a ton together. They were seen in Rome. They were seen in England. They were seen in Paris. Yeah. Um, also ties to Blink Space. Oh, the line where she's like, grab your passport in my hand. I can make the bad guys good for a weekend. Yes. I love how this song is essentially a continuation of Blank Space, but, like, it's, like, the same character, but, like, after all the drama happened. Yeah. It's, like, it's just so genius in some ways it's like this character is like like the blank space character is this woman who's like hysterical and like Mm -hmm. uses men and stuff like that and like she's a villain in her own right but Mm -hmm. she's almost more laughable sort of yeah it's supposed to be like like she's like dark yeah i feel like (laughs) i feel like this is like the blank space woman becoming self-aware and she's like yeah i am crazy and i'm a bitch but you know, they did all this to me, so they have it coming to them. Yeah. And, oh, just so good. Um, next line. They never, bleh, they never see it coming, what I do next. This is how the world works. You gotta leave before you get left. Um, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> Basic. A good line. Um, it kind of reminds me of, I know she didn't take inspiration from this, cause, <laughs> but, like, in the Carrie musical, <laughs> there's this song called The World According to Chris or whatever, uh-huh. and the whole thing is, like, like, she's like, this is how the world works. Like, you have to be the meaner person. You have to be, like, the bigger dog or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know why that line always reminds me of it. <laughs> I feel like that also might be a reference to, like, her disappearing. Yeah, And, yeah. like, the public eye and everything. Like, you gotta leave before you got left. She was like, as soon as people were, like, starting to l- really hate her, she was like, I'm gone. Like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out with the wind. <laughs> you will never see me again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can feel the flames on my skin. He says don't throw away a good thing. Um, one of my favorite lines. Yes, I love that line. Uh, I think it ties a lot to Getaway Car. Again, she says, I wanted to leave him. I needed a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think a lot of the relationship... Okay, this is my theory about her relationship with Calvin. Is Uh that, like, during the relationship, it was fun. Like, like, it only got, like, toxic after the relationship. Mm -hmm. But there was no spark. There was nothing there. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... It, he was the guy in The Way I Loved You who was the boring (laughs) man. man. Yeah. (laughs) So, I think she was just like, I have got to figure out a reason to <laughs> leave this relationship. And Tom Hiddleston sort of was that, like, again, getaway car for her to leave. But, um, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I just love the line, like, he says, don't throw away a good thing, because it, it just feels so, like, <laughs> not to be sex- not to be sexist towards men, <laughs> but that's such a man thing to say of, like, oh, don't throw away a good thing, and, like, the thing was never good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> men, like, just don't, Sorry, I'm sorry, men. I'm sorry, men, you're <laughs> listening to this. I know our demographic is primarily women, so they will get what I'm saying. They will get my wavelength. But, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, women are the ones who know that, like, it's going south. Or, like, they know that, like, the relationship isn't equal or it's not, like, like balanced in a way. And, like, men just don't perceive it the same way because they're usually the ones with the more power. So they just don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. And, like... You know, like, don't throw away a good thing, but the thing was never good, and she knew the thing was never good. It's just, ugh, I just love that line. I think it's so, like, succinct, but, yeah. like, packs a huge punch. Same. Um, moving on. 
But if he drops my name, then I owe him nothing. And if he spends my change, then he had it coming. Also, absolutely love this line. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how she does it on the tour version, where she's like, and if he spends my change, then he, he had, had it coming. <laughs> um, I know, like, Taylor helped produce his song, This Is What You Came For. Mm-hmm. And I will say, this is arguably his most famous song. Yeah. And I cannot name another one I of I don't know songs. another common era song, yeah. And this song was wildly popular. Rihanna was on it and everything. Yeah. And she, like, produced it under, like, the pseudonym, like, Nils... Nils Skullborg or yes, whatever. Like that. <laughs> and then after they had broken up, she, like... Like, the news came out that she had helped produce it. And then he, like, went on, like, a Twitter tantrum. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever seen a grown man throwing a tantrum? <laughs> where he was like, oh, like, Taylor's team, like, put this out there. Which, even if they did, it's their right. She did Yeah, she produce did it. produce it. And she helped write it, too. She did most of the lyrics, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she did all of the, like, backing vocals, vocals. for it. Yeah. So. It's like, you can really see, like, I'm surprised that people didn't. I mean, I'm not surprised that people didn't realize it was not her earlier, but, like, you can really see her fingerprint on that song, because, like, the lyrics are so Taylor, like, lightning strikes every time she moves. Like, that's such a Taylor line, in my opinion. And, like, the backing vocals, you can definitely tell that some of them are Taylor. Like, some of them, I think, are Rihanna, but a lot of them are Taylor. It's, like, the main vocals are Rihanna, of course. Yeah. But, like, the, like, like, ah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those are Taylor. (laughs) Um, yeah, it also has parallels to the cell block tango from the musical Chicago. Ah! Um, you know, he had it coming, he had it coming, coming. he only had himself to blame. Yes. If he'd have been there, if he'd have seen it, I bet you would have done the same. same. <laughs> um, I like to think this is, I feel like this song is so close to the cell block tango, to be honest. Yes! <laughs> That's so true. Um, and then we've got, they're burning all the witches, even if you aren't one. Um, the whole song is obviously called I Did Something Bad, but here she's claiming her innocence and, like, saying that she actually didn't do anything. I don't like this line. Um, and the reason I don't like this line is because I don't think you have to say even if you aren't one. Like, everyone understands the illusion of, like, burning witches is, like, burning people who are innocent and who had nothing to do with whatever. Like, Mm. the whole, like, burning witches thing comes down to hysteria and, like you know, a hatred towards women, frankly, um, and it, you don't need to say even if they aren't one, because none of them were, (laughs) so I just feel like that second half is redundant, and it makes the line a little clunky. Yeah, I think even if she wanted to maybe say that same thing, there could have been a more succinct way to say it, Yeah. because, yeah, burning all those, even if you aren't one, just, like, it doesn't sound, like, that lyrical, This line... Really, like, when I first heard Reputation, um, I was not fully convinced. I am now a Reputation stan. <laughs> but, like, this particular line is one of the ones that just made me roll my eyes because I was like, girl, we get it. Like, um, I don't know. I think the whole song is genius, but um, just the, the... This is one of her weaker bridges, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I do love the way that she does it in all the live versions. Like, the light me up, light me up, light me up. Yeah. Like, um, I think that that makes it so much more interesting. But the studio version, I'm not totally convinced by the bridge. Yeah. Um, next line, they got the... Por- I just lost the ability to speak. <laughs> they got their pitchforks and proof, their receipts and reasons, 
in the tour version, she says they don't need their reasons mm -hmm. instead of uh, the reasons and reasons. Um, this is mostly about Kim Kardashian, um, like, posting that edited video yeah. where, like, Swift was, like, apparently being like, oh, like, thank you for letting me, like, hear this song or whatever. And then, like, <laughs> the real video got released last year and it was, like, completely we edited. Did. Yeah, <laughs> like, they cut out all the parts where she was like, I actually don't want you to do yeah. any of this. And it was, like, so, like, so clear that she was trying to be nice about it. She was like, oh, this sounds great, but I think some people would mm. not like it. Yeah. <laughs> just because she, like, didn't want to, like, you know what I mean? She doesn't want yeah. to be the person who says no. But even then, she was like... She I'm was just... so obviously uncomfortable with it, yeah. is the bottom line. And even in the video, she was like, yeah, uh, like, that's not as bad as I thought it would be. I'm so glad you didn't call me, like, a dumb bitch or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? Um, also, <laughs> it also ties back to Katy Perry's diss track, Swish mm. Swish, where she's like, and karma's not a liar, she keeps receipts. A very ugly line. Yeah, <laughs> not even a bad well. song. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki Minaj's part kind of came off on this song, though. That was, Nicki Minaj's part slaps. I haven't li listened to Swish Swish since it came out. <laughs> I, I listened to Nicki Minaj's part a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then we've got, so light me up, light me up, light me up, go ahead and light me up. Um, she does not give a fuck how she is seen or portrayed anymore. If people want to see her as the villain, then so be it. She's saying, I'm here, I'm bad, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. Go ahead and burn me at the stake, because I'm ready for it. Like, like do, uh! do what you think is right. I'm not going to sit here and have to prove myself to you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> wow. What a fantastic song. Literally. What a beautifully crafted lyrical masterpiece. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Moving on to our thoughts on this song. Yes. Obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. fully obsessed. Like, like I love this song. We played this last night while we were, like, dancing and stuff, and we went so hard to this song. <laughs> <laughs> this song, like, activates something in, in me. <laughs> it, like, changes me. I become Taylor Swift on the Reputation Tour. Yeah, I do, like, the little, like, like, <laughs> like the, like, looks. Yes! <laughs> the pauses <laughs> in between. <laughs> yeah, I think the 2018 AMA performance of this, oh every day. Oh my God, it is the Every best. Day. The best. Oh. One of her best, I think her best live performance to date. Oh my God, literally. That th I think I think about it every single day. I think day about it every once. day of my life. It like is playing in the background of my head every single day. Yeah. Like, I just love the way that she changes the vocals live. Like, the beginning is so much slower mm -hmm. and like a little bit sultry. The part where like, she's like, now all he thinks about is me. me. <laughs> I just, I don't know, it's, for some reason, it, like, that whole line reminds me, like, it's very, like, Marilyn Monroe-y, like, yes. the way she says it, and I, like, I'm obsessed with that. Yes, and, oh. like, the way that she sings, they tell me three, like, yeah. she goes so hard She's on like, that She's like, they note. tell me three! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, obsessed. Obsessed. Like, wow. And, like, okay, here's, here's my onion with this song. Uh-huh. This song should have been the lead single instead of Look What You Made Me Do. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. If this because had been the lead single... Because when Look What You Made Me Do came out, I was like, I will not like rap. Like, yeah. it kind of set up this bias in my mind against rap. And when it came out, there were songs that I loved. Like, mm -hmm. I have always loved Delicate yeah. and stuff like that. But, like, I was very biased against certain songs yes. because, like, rap... Uh, that Because Look What You Made Me Do had just made me, like, fear this album so much. Yeah, oh. it's like... Look, like, I did something bad is just the better version of Look What You Made Me Do. Yeah. Like, I get that maybe they didn't choose this one over Look What You Made Me Do because it's so unapologetic and because 
if you don't, if you just, if you think about it, like, on a very surface level, it could seem like an admission of guilt, but, like, clearly the song is, like, a little bit of a parody, and also you have the bridge, and, like, there's, like, a lot of ways that the song plays into her, like, perception, everyone's perception of her as the, like, villain, even though she herself is not. Like, you can see that clearly in, like, the lyrics and everything, but, like, to the casual listener, I guess it could sound like, you know, I did, I mean, it's called I Did Something Bad. It could just seem like, you know, she's admitting that she was in the wrong. Yeah. Um. But it's like, look what you made me do is really similar. She's still like, yeah. she's like, look. <laughs> like, you know, she's still saying, like, I did something. something. But it's not necessarily, I feel like look what you made me do is like, I don't know. I feel like look what you made me do. I've always been like, but what did you do? <laughs> like, what was the thing that you did? And like, I did something bad. It's, like, I do kind of feel the same, but, like, I think there's so many more connections to, like, the whole Calvin Harris situation. Mm -hmm. I think you could make a tie to that, and, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just the better version of Look What You Made Me Do. Yeah. Like, it's just better, and, like, imagine if she had dropped this song, like, I remember, like, staying up the night that Look What You Made Me Do dropped... And, like, listening to it and being like, oh my god, this is the first Taylor Swift song I've ever heard that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, I had, like, the same exact thing. I was like, eww. But <laughs> like, imagine the power of releasing yeah. this song. Like, and also, just because it ties... Okay, to me, this song just has so many ties to Blank Space. Yes! That it could have easily been... A, like, Blank Space was a single. Like, this could have easily been the continuation and been, like, the first single. And yeah. And it would fit perfectly. I agree. It's, like... It's just so good. Like, I would... Can you just imagine the power that the song would have if she had dropped it instead of Look What You Made Me yeah. Do? And, like, it's just so... And it has such a more, like... Um, I keep saying unapologetic, but, like, it's just a little more bold. Like, Look yeah. What You Made Me Do almost feels a bit timid, mm -hmm. in a way. Like, it's, she's holding back. But this song, she is not holding back. And I feel like she needed to have this sort of song as, like, her comeback. Yeah. Because it's so, like, in your face and, like you know, it, it takes up space. I feel like Look What You Made Me Do doesn't take up space. It doesn't take up space, at least definitely in my mind, because yeah. I don't like <laughs> listening to it. It's, yeah. yeah, you just, like, can't ignore the song. It's like, if this and Ready For It were the two singles, Oof. I, that would have set up a stellar album. Yes, I remember Ready For It coming out, and I was like, okay, I fuck with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I also feel like, okay, this might be a stretch theory, but, um... I almost feel like some of reputation to me you could apply to the whole like scooter situation with her albums because oh, yeah, yeah. She, at this point she had she knew that this was her last album with them before she would like you know have to renew her contract or whatever she knew that they had her masters she knew essentially the situation she didn't know if they were going to sell it back to her or not but like obviously she had to have been considering from this point like, what she was going to do, and, like, possibly negotiating with them what she was going to do, because, you know, it's tough to take time. Yeah. So, I feel like Look What You Made Me Do could potentially be, like, or, and I Did Something Bad could be referring to that, and, like, to her, like, leaving, or thinking about leaving the, like, label and everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I saw this, like, breakdown theory on Reddit that was, like, especially, like, look what you made me, me do. do. Could definitely be about leaving big machines or yeah. whatever. I was like, that's really, like, I made me, like, like the song a little more. Yeah, I kind of like, because, like, I do think that she is in the right 100% with the, like, 
Kimmy situation, but at the same time, I almost feel like, um, again, it's just like, I don't, when she says, look what you made me do, I'm like, but what did you do? Like, yeah. you didn't really do anything. You had that conversation with them, you were correct, and then you basically disappeared off the face of the earth, and then you came back with this song. So it's like, is the song what you did? Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but like, it just, it seems like a little bit like there's nothing behind the words in a way. Yeah. Whereas I did something bad, it almost feels like it doesn't even matter to me. Like, because like, I I believe that she did something bad. I don't know what she did, but she did it <laughs> yeah. and it was bad. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's just my onion. <laughs> no, I understand. Like, I don't know. It really does make sense to me that Look What You Made Me Do is about the situation with Scooter mm -hmm. and, like, Scott and stuff like that. Or, mostly Scott. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. Like, that's... Ever since I saw that theory, like, that's usually what I think about it as. Like, mm -hmm. of course there's, like, areas where it, like, links back to the Kimye drama. Yeah. But I think the main part of the song is, like, Look What You Made Me Do. I'm leaving Big Machine <laughs> Records. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. agree. I think... Yeah, and there's definitely a lot of, like, Easter egg references that could back that up in the video, yeah. and she said, like, when the video came out, like, y'all are not gonna get all the Easter eggs, like, it's gonna take years, and, like, perhaps she was referring to the fact that she couldn't talk about leaving her label yet, but there were already references to that conflict in the video that we wouldn't be able to find out until later when that information came out. Yeah. So... You know, yeah. <laughs> tricky. <laughs> She's always a uh, one step ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there's no music video for this. Yeah, frankly, the AMA performance is the only music video I need. <laughs> I don't need anything else. Like, she could do she could do anything, but that video will be the video for yeah. me. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool to have. Okay, like my idea was like an animated comic book music video, mm -hmm. and where she's like sort of like okay the way I saw it in my head or like okay you know the Incredibles mm -hmm. right and like the villain is like Buddy Pine and yeah. he's just like really wants to be a hero but because like Mr. Incredible is like no leave me alone blah 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 so yeah. all this stuff happens he turns into the villain right and I think it would be really cool to see like the progression of her as like one of like the main characters or whatever of this like comic book and then like things happen and she like turns into like the big villain of the comic book yes. and I think it'd be really cool to see like the designs of like Taylor and like <laughs> black and all of that stuff that just animated. That would be so fun. Okay going off of um that sort of and our blank space conversation I feel like in the same way that look what you made me do um sort of resurrected Taylor like old Taylor like out of the woods Taylor mm -hmm. I feel like you could have you could pick up where blank space left off essentially yeah. or do like a flash forward but it's still obviously the same woman and like have her just like absolutely trashing the mansion <laughs> yes. like her like she's like crazy she's insane like she looks like, I don't know, she looks bonkers, essentially, like, she's the same blank space, like, where we left off, but, like, even, like, turned up to 11. Or, okay, what if it's, like, the same blank space house or whatever, mm -hmm. but it's, like, the house has gone, like, into shambles, like, it's black, yes. dark, moss everywhere, you open the door, and she's, like, wearing, like, one of the outfits, but it's, like, torn yeah. up, there's makeup everywhere, everywhere. Yes. she, like, looks unhinged, she the house is empty, like, all of the, like, jewelry and all the beautiful stuff that was there is, like, gone. gone. Yes! Oh, oh my god. 
God. <laughs> wow. Wow. We're geniuses. Hire us. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had enough money. Like, if we were just rich and we could make all the videos Do ourselves or whatever, oh, that'd be dream. so fun. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, on to our newest and dumbest segment. <laughs> Where, Where would, would this be if it was on Glee? <laughs> okay, personally, I think Santana would body she this song. Would, this would, it would be insane. Yeah. It would be... Or like Mercedes, mm. but Mercedes doesn't really do anything bad. Yeah. Like, I feel like Mercedes awesome almost... I don't know if she would... Yeah, because it just doesn't feel in her personality to sing a song yeah. like this. But Santana, I think her voice would body it. Yeah, her voice but would I be great. I just don't see like, a situation on the plot line where it would work that well. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Santana has many, many a chance to sing this song. Yeah. Um, I do think that if it happened, actually happened in the show, they would just give it to Rachel when she did something kind of tepid, yeah. like break up with And ben she would definitely like, slow it down like, a yes. lot. Yes. Ugh, God. Okay, but here's here's my genius idea. Mm. Sue Sylvester. <laughs> can you not see Dude. Sue Sylvester singing this song? It would be hilarious. <laughs> like, I can just imagine her being like... I'm... <laughs> or Coach Ross. Coach Ross! Wait, <laughs> she sang this song? S Sue sings this to Coach Ross? Oh like, God. Or Coach Ross sings it to Sue when she, like, steals the Cheerios from her? Dude, that would be... Awesome. awesome. Or they duet it. They I, duet I like it. the duet. But, oh my <laughs> god. Okay. But can you not just imagine Sue being like, I never trusted narcissists. <laughs> but, but they, they love me. And it's about Will. It's about Will. <laughs> yeah. and she's like looking at Will and yeah. Will's like, what? And everyone's uh -huh. like, you... Mm. <laughs> you know, you're a narcissist. <laughs> Dude, that god. would literally be so good. god. That would be hysterical. That would be hilarious. Okay. <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah. Also, I can, like, I don't actually know if it's in her voice range, but like, oh, Kitty or whatever. Oh, Kitty. Like, later okay, on. Okay, Kitty would demolish this Like, song. right after they find out that she's been, like, tightening you all know, of like, Marley's clothes. Like she's like, I did something bad. <laughs> yeah. God. Okay, Kitty. I, I thought you were talking about Sue, and I was like, no, nothing no. is in Sue's range. <laughs> Definitely not, but... Oh my god, Kitty. I could see Kitty eating this up. Yeah. Uh, and she would do it with the cheerleaders, too. She'd be yes! like, let's go, ladies. Yes! Okay, wow. God, I wish... I don't wish Glee was still on, but I do wish that reputation come out in time for them to do some songs from it. Yeah. They would have done Look What You Made Me Do, though. I don't think yeah. they would have done I Did Something Bad. They're not very good at doing deep cuts from Taylor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did two of her songs. They were, like, yeah. not deep at all. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, where does this song rank on our list? Okay. On my list, it is 33. On my list, it is 37. Yeah. And um, on Rob's list, it's 38. 38. <laughs> so we're pretty close. Yeah, look um, at this. I'm actually, I do this every week, but I am curious as to where I put this before Folklore came out. Mm -hmm. um, because this is one of my favorite songs from her. And I'm really, I'm, I was in, listen, I was in my fearless phase for a minute. I think I'm heading back into that reputation, um, you know. Obsession. Oh, it's 38. So it's me and Rob are like literally <laughs> Same like <way> vibing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm obsessed with this song and I'm getting really obsessed with Reputation again because I made a playlist that's kind of fire and it's like the best songs from Reputation and the best songs from um, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Okay. <laughs> so it's just kind of like an ethereal like 
masterpiece. <laughs> like, it's so good. Because those two albums have, like, kind of similar... Not, not really similar things, but they both have, like, a very, um... Uh, I don't give a fuck attitude, which I love. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm really vibing with rep right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm still... Still kicking my 1989 face. Yes. <laughs> it has been going on for like a year and a half now. <laughs> God, we love to see it though. <laughs> uh. um, okay, so next week we decided we're going to do Haunted. It's yes. going to be our Halloween episode. Ooh, I'm so excited. I love Haunted. Um, yes. And your birthday is on Halloween. Yes. So <laughs> maybe we'll do something fun. I don't know. Some Some birthday special. Yeah. We'll see. see. <laughs> I'm very excited. I love, love um, Haunted. I love Haunted so much. And I have so many music video ideas. Yes! <laughs> oh my god. And like, the like, album art in the Speak Now booklet. Oh Ugh, my The god. aesthetic and like, her tour aesthetic for the Haunted song, like, Dude. The theatricality. I'm so ready. I'm <laughs> so excited. Okay. Um, and in case you're wondering why we didn't do Wonderland, like we said we were going to last yes. week. Um, I realized that <laughs> we have enough songs that will probably make it to next year's Halloween, and I yeah. was like, I want a song saved for then. Yeah. So we'll probably do that next Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So that's our... You gotta wait a whole year to <laughs> hear Wonderland. Um, but yeah. Okay. I'm so pumped for next week. Yes, me too. Alright, do we have any new reviews? Uh, let me check. I forgot to check. Uh, nope. We have no new reviews this week. Okay, well, if you like us and like mm-hmm. listening to this podcast, please go leave us a review on Apple Mu- on Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Yes. <laughs> um, they really help other people find us, and they help make us smile every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, our listenership did drop slightly after our voting episode, which I think it may be just because it was a little bit boring for people who, you know, already voted, but yeah. on the off chance that it was because people, um, had feelings about it, <laughs> uh, let's boost those numbers back up again, ladies. <laughs> Wait, come on. <laughs> We're just telling you to vote. Yeah. <laughs> We're not um, trying to tell you who to vote for. Well, we did do that. <laughs> I know who I'm voting for. But we're voting for Joe. Why yeah. are we pretend- why aren't being coy about it? <laughs> yes, we're voting for Joe. But you know, voting is important, like universally. Mm-hmm. So you know, vote for what you believe in. I guess unless you're white supremacist, <laughs> yeah. and then don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but okay. Um, speaking of voting, just a quick reminder. Um, Deadlines are coming up. I think most voter registration deadlines have passed, except some states let you register until and up to the day of. Yeah. Um, please vote early and in person if possible. If not, try and use ballot drop boxes instead of the mail because it will take longer for the mail to get there. Yeah. Um, if you already have your ballot and you want to actually vote in person, you can surrender your ballot to the Board of Elections and go vote in person, I think, in most states. Um, and if you voted by, like, mail-in ballot... Um, check and see if your state will tell you when your ballot got sent in and if they have received it. Yeah. Um, Maryland does, and I think both of us have already gotten gotten our our emails that our ballot has been received. I know Maryland does. I know California does. I'm not sure about other states, but definitely please check on that. Yeah. And make sure that they got your ballot. The election is now less than two weeks away, which means it's too late to send it via USPS, probably. You have to please please drop it. it. You have to drop it in a Dropbox. Like, please. (laughs) The craziest thing to me is that by the time we're recording 
like the episode two weeks from now, we'll know who the new president is. Yeah, that's so scary. I don't that's even so want to terrifying. think about that. I know. <laughs> Cut that. No, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, not to give you all anxiety. <laughs> um. But yeah, please vote and please. Um, you know, make sure that they got your ballot and everything, and vote in person if you can. I know it's a little bit stressful with COVID and everything, but, um, if you don't feel safe doing that, just do your mail-in, drop it off at a ballot box. Yeah. And make sure to do it before November 3rd. Please. You have to do it as soon as possible. And early voting numbers are looking amazing, especially in swing states, and especially for young people, so... We're crushing it, guys. Please keep it going. Yeah. So we can have a celebration episode in two weeks. God. <laughs> I don't want to have to do only the young. So please, can we, can we do a, can we, can we make this go? Oh, please. I want to have a happy, fun song, not, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Police people. Yeah, please. Um, sorry about that rant. <laughs> yeah, we're just scared for our lives. <laughs> <laughs> no biggie, but <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it for this week. And um yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Please join us next week. <laughs> we're gonna do haunted. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. Okay, bye bye. <laughs>